Hello, hello, hello. It's Private Talk Podcast time, and I am so excited for another episode. I'm having a lot of fun doing this podcast, guys. I hope you guys are having fun watching and listening. I hope you're subscribing and liking and doing all those things, because my next guest, I hope you guys are just as excited as I am. I have singer, songwriter, producer, Neo. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. Thank Very you for coming, uh, sitting on my t- my private talk couch. and um, I appreciate I hope you feel comfortable and uh, we can get private and talk about some serious things. So far, so good. So far, so place. good. You have a great voice for this. Like, you really Thank enjoy you. it. It's like a phone sex operator voice, but Almost, different. Almost, yeah. Like, yeah, I used to make a lot of prank calls when I was a kid really? with that <laughs> voice, yeah. I actually I had a 1-800 number one time, time, like, I think like a couple of years ago in porn too. I don't remember my 1-800 number. That's a really bad thing to do, but I don't have it anymore. So it's, okay. it's all right. It's okay. So there are very few people that have both. You, you, you either have the voice for it or you have the look for it. You have both, which is well, kind of cool. Thank you. I could say the same thing about you. I'll, I'll take that. I'll thank take you, that. Thank you. So thank you for being here. Um, I don't really think my fans can't know who you are. So I'm, um, um, let's, you know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's 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 pretend that they don't. Let's so pretend what's that going they on, don't. everybody? So private pod, private talk podcast. Private talk podcast. There you got that private yes. talk podcast. Private talk, but it sounds better when you say it. Private talk podcast. Lower that voice. Do it for me. Private talk podcast. There we go. Ooh, I might be good at this shit too. Ooh. All right, Neo. Let's yes. hear about yourself. Tell me. Okay, so as you said, singer, songwriter, producer. I've uh, been doing this for. A little while now. Professionally, uh, ooh, ooh, damn, I just made myself really old. I, I can't um, really do that. So my first album came out roughly I 15... Want the truth! <laughs> <laughs> and you shall have it. No, my first album came out roughly 15 years ago. Okay. Um, uh, by the grace of God, I'm still around. People still give a damn, which is rare. You know, Nowadays in the music industry, you get a song and maybe two before people go, all right, what else you got? What's next? So people are still caring, which is dope. Got a new album coming this year. Um, I've written some of your favorite songs from some of your favorite artists. Artists that list includes uh, Beyonce, Rihanna, uh, Chris. Uh, I've worked with Usher before. I've worked with uh, Trey before. I've worked with uh, Celine Dion before. I've worked with Lionel Richie, uh, Jennifer Hudson. I could continue and continue and continue. I've worked with a lot of people. I've been very, very blessed uh, as, as a songwriter, as a songwriter. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the long and short of it. Currently, I am one of the three judges on the NBC TV show World of Dance. Okay, okay. Uh, it's myself, Jennifer Lopez, Derek Huff, and some of the most amazing dancers that you will ever see on the face of television. It's, it's really, really ridiculous. If you haven't seen it yet, you should check it out. It's on NBC. That's check awesome. us out. I have to check it out myself. Yeah, please do. Please so do. you're saying that all these you know, accolades of your being songwriters. Is there a song that you have that you wish that you wouldn't have given up? Hmm. Um, you know what, to be honest, nah, nah, because I've always felt like every song that goes where it goes, especially if it goes somewhere and it becomes a successful record, that's kind of where it was supposed to go, you know what I mean? So, so do you I, get like a feeling or like that what it belongs to that person or you just kind of like you have an idea already before you do it or? Is it's weird, it, it's happened that way before to where it's like I'll, I'll write a song and then listen back and go, ah, oh, such and such would be dope on this. And then there's other times where I'll write a song with One Direction and then it winds up going somewhere completely different, i.e. Uh, Beyonce's Irreplaceable. To the left, to the left. Yeah, it's one of the biggest songs I've written to date. And I did not write it for her initially. I wrote it for myself, uh, realized that uh, the subject matter was not the kind of song that uh, a man could get away with singing without completely alienating his entire female audience. 
decided to give it to a, a female. Shopped it around to a few other females before it got to Beyonce. Beyonce finally got it and made it turn it into the hit that we all know and love. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I've always wondered how that really works because it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It's always sometimes maybe that person may not want it either. So it's like you got to see if it really fits and it molds because it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like your baby, I feel like, in some sorts. It's like very You want it to be in the right hands to flourish and do all those things. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely been moments where I, I gave a song to somebody and heard the end result and was not pleased. But at that point, it's kind of like, well. It's not yours anymore. Yeah, it's yours now. So you said the whole that that song was supposed to be for you. Mm-hmm. Is it difficult to write for males to females? Like, is it one? Is it harder or um, not? Is it different at all? Honestly, if you come from a standpoint of of vulnerability, and that that normally means two different things in regard to a man or a woman. Vulnerability is vulnerability, but when it's a woman, it's it's I love you. Why don't you love me too? If when it's a man, is um, oh you don't love me? Fuck you. Is that you know what I mean? Which which is kind of it's the same thing it's the same sentiment only only uh expressed two different ways so with that being said there's really not a major difference when it's writing for a man or writing for a woman i've been asked how do i write for women like like you can get into the mind of a woman no i can't i really can't i just write from a place of uh not being ashamed of or afraid of uh vulnerability and emotion like people don't understand emotions are power Nowadays, people look at emotion as weakness, like, oh, man, be a man. You know, you're raising this, this macho thing where it's like a man that can cry, a man that is that in touch with, with his emotions, that understands that crying is a release. And as opposed to holding that shit in and then eventually blowing up on somebody that doesn't deserve it, a man that understands that is stronger than a man that's going to just be tough all the damn time. You know what I mean? So, so I write from a place of emotion. That's the way moms raised me, she said. Cry if it hurts, smile if it feels good, and never be ashamed to do either one. I love that. Yeah. Respect. So you being, you're from Vegas, born and raised. How, yes, yes. how was it uh, growing up in Sin City? How did you survive all Just that? Just as strange as it sounds, <laughs> to be honest. Now, so I was born in Camden, Arkansas. Okay. Right, which is deep, deep, deep south. You know, shoes optional type shit. And then I, uh, around nine years old is when my mom moved everybody to to Las Vegas. Okay, so raised in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. So it was ping pong between the two parents for a second, and dad finally decided he didn't want to play no more. So it was my sister, my mother, my grandmother, five aunts, and me in the house in Vegas up till I was like 16. Yeah, a lot of estrogen. How did, do you think that has a really big effect on how you were raised? Absolutely. absolutely. And how soft and like vulnerable you are with your songs? and Definitely so. Definitely. So. That's the reason that I'm not afraid or ashamed of emotion. That's the reason. I learned that, uh, I learned that women are the strongest beings on the face of this planet, regardless of what any man will tell you. I learned that uh, listening versus waiting for your turn to talk are two totally different things, and women can always tell the difference. I learned that uh, in order to be a man... You have to, at the very least, acknowledge the the feminine energy in yourself as well. Everybody, everybody, men and women have both femi- uh, feminine and masculine energy, and you can't be the absolute of either one because we're we're built with both. You know what I mean? Yeah. True, yeah. and I feel like people don't identify and actually really know that that's something that's an actual thing, and that's why right. I feel like there is such a struggle sometimes for the power of yeah, yeah. What's not yeah. even a powerful thing should just be a. Mutual. It's supposed to be. A, it's supposed to be a harmony thing. Like yeah. They both. They both coexist in the same body. So you're supposed to acknowledge that and use both for the power that they're for. Like there's 
there's an instance or a situation throughout the day where your masculine energy will make more sense to your feminine energy in that moment and vice versa. Like that's just life period. And once you can learn to master that, then you find that you don't come across a lot of, a lot of the bullshit that a lot of people deal with, at least not as regularly as people deal with it. So you mean to tell me that you weren't sitting in Las Vegas growing up at all? I did not say that at all. Let's get to the sinning part. Let's get to Let's the, get sinning, to the part. sinning part. How do you not sin in sin city? That's why I asked. How, how is it? Ra- how is it to be raised in Las Vegas as a nine-year-old so, and you know, ooh. becoming an adult? You get into, I'm sure, a lot of trouble before it's you know you are actually of age. Is yeah, it you know? So. But you're still you know, like you said, so much estrogen was around you and it's molded you to be a kind-hearted person that you are mm-hmm. to women and all those things. But what were you really? What's what's the other side? Well, the other in, side that, of you and in that I was such a good listener, I, I women like men that know how to listen. Yeah. So and then Las Vegas is the town where, you know, Becky and her 17 friends from Minnesota show up for the weekend. And what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas and you probably never see her again. So she's going to do. So there was a lot of a Becky's, little bit of everything. Yes. Yes. Very I like, much so. I like how you use Becky. Hey, it's one of my it's one of my personal favorite names for. Did she have good hair? Obvious reasons. She had great hair. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, do yeah. you remember how um, you met me? I don't. I think it's, I don't. Wait, don't? we've. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I I genuinely don't, and I and I'm a little thrown right now because I'd like to believe <laughs> that if we ever met, I'd I'd remember it. Ooh. Everyone in this room is now dumber. For having listened to it, you nice. don't remember. You don't nice. remember. That's. I'm a little offended. Please don't be. Please I'm don't be. I'm a little be. offended, but it I is a really funny story. Or it was a really funny story. Yes, please break it down to me. Maybe I can trigger your memory. Okay. 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 So let me paint the picture. Mm-hmm. It was a convention. You came up to me and you asked me for an autograph, and I said, "Okay, what's your name?" And you told me, and I spelled your name wrong because I didn't know. So I put any wow. O. And you're like, that's not how you spell it. And I was like, I don't know how to spell it. And you're like, N-E-Y-O. And I was like, oh, okay. And then they're like, you don't know who I was like, no, I don't. And then you were like, I don't know. You were just telling me, I don't know if you got offended because I didn't know how to spell your name or if you just whatever, but you just were like, you don't know me. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> and so, yeah, I spelled your name wrong, so I apologize. Wow. So, well, know, okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. Um, but you don't remember this because I that's like a big thing. I don't remember this. It and was. I don't, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, that wouldn't even be my response if something like that well, happened. Well, you asked. You might have got a Neo and Pasta. That no, might, it might have been no, some dude pretending that. Ju- no, 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 no. It did, we, did we take a picture or anything? Are you sure? I don't know if you paid for it. Oh, I'm just wow. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding that part. But I, I mean, it was a long time ago and I do smoke a lot of weed. So my memory is very vague after like what the whole interaction and what mm-hmm. you said. But I just know for me, like that was the standout moment. And I know that it was you. And yes, but I wouldn't trip if you spelled Thanks. my name wrong. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trip off that. I mean, I walk did, around introducing myself to people, people that I know recognize me. Hey, how you doing? I'm Neo. And they go, duh. And maybe I go, this oh, was okay. the young you because this was a young Miss mm. Texas. So, you know, sometimes maybe it was a bad day. Maybe I caught maybe. you in a wrong situation. That happens. OK. But, you All know, right. well, I apologize for not remembering. Damn, well, that's why that's I gave horrible. that's why I mean, that's really horrible. I should probably take my gift back. From no, you. please don't. Please don't <laughs> take your gift back. No, I, I appreciate the gift. I have to, I have to, I have to earn, I have to earn the next gift because that's really bad. That's really bad. Yeah, I'm offended. I've been a fan of yours for a very, very long time. A very so long time. I might have just been thrown at the fact that I was even meeting you. It might have been that. Yeah, I might have been thrown off my game a little bit because I'm like, oh shit, I've masturbated to this woman more times than I even want to admit right now, and she's standing right in front of me. How many times? Wow. 
that how much time do we have i, I don't even want to i don't even want to i mean i've got all night i don't even want to get into a number that size because you might change your opinion of me so hey let's talk never about, that uh, so uh, okay. i feel like you know you've watched probably a lot of free porn so you probably owe mm-hmm. me something so you should sing me a song here on private talk for wow. my listeners out there you should sing a little something for me because you know that i think i'm indebted <laughs> you're indebted to me because all you know i've checked your ip you know your mm-hmm. history all those things and i definitely you know um yeah I'm just going to say that me. was that was an amazing way to ask me to sing a song. That was an amazing gift, transition right? into it was like, you probably watched a lot of free porn. So you owe me. So I want you to sing a song. You yeah. could have just that was dope. That was dope. OK. And because it was so dope, you're I will welcome. sing a song. Do you have a request? I don't. You surprise don't. me. Surprise What you. makes you whenever you're, you know, watching one of Alexis Texas's scenes because you do make love to your own songs, so you say. I have. So, in the past, um, I what have. do you masturbate to my scenes to your own songs? Uh, no, no, music normally gets in the way, especially mine. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah, no. If if, if it's it a if me. it's a, you want uh, to do my my phone sex operator voice for you? That's that's just gonna mess things up. Private talk. Because I'm not gonna be we able wanna to focus. We want to hear Neo sing from Miss Texas. Sound bad. Make sure okay. that you are liking, subscribing to this YouTube channel, and you better check out that private talk merch because you're gonna miss out. Look at this cool T-shirt. You want it? You like it? I, I do like it. I, I like it all. I like. What do you it. got? For Sorry. Me? Okay, here we go. <clears throat> you know what? I, I know what I'm gonna sing. I know what I'm gonna sing because it makes perfect sense with. Yep. <laughs> the more I sit here, the more I like you. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, because it's a song that makes perfect sense with this because you're kind of stepping out of one lane and stepping into another one. And it takes it takes a, a certain kind of independence to be able to do that. So I'm going to sing a piece of Miss Independent. It just makes the most sense. Okay, me. ready? <clears throat> she got her own thing. That's why I love her, Miss Independent. Ooh, the way you shine, Miss Independent. Is that enough? I love it. That was enough? All right, cool, cool. Because I'm fucking Miss Independent for she's sure. she's fucking Miss Independent, straight up. High five, don't leave me hanging. Oh, my oh there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Got him. Got him. Thank you. I like that. Yeah, man. Are you crying? I'm crying. I'm, I'm, I'm again. I told you I'm a huge fan. I'm trying. So to, I'm now trying you're to hold going to inside. actually subscribe to my OnlyFans I because I found out earlier again another thing that I was you know you are not a fan of my OnlyFans. You're not subscribing to me. You're not doing just, any of these things. I'm in the doghouse right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is bad. How are you going to make it up to Miss Texas? Um. Well, for go- one, I'm definitely going to subscribe to your OnlyFans. I'm okay. absolutely going to do that. Uh, I'm going to get on my IG and let everybody know that I did this amazing podcast with this beautiful we woman. That. And make sure that everybody tunes in and, and checks it out. Yes, they should. And uh, I'm going to bring you a gift the next time I see you because you gave me a gift. Even despite the fact that I didn't remember when we first met in the whole night, mm-hmm. you still gave mm-hmm. me a gift. It speaks to the kind of person you are. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. There's a heart under those beautiful breasts. It's a heart in there, ladies and gentlemen. I like that. I like that. So you are obviously um, a porn connoisseur. You like to a degree. Yes. Do you have like a top three? Do you have like you know how does that work? Top three. Are we talking current generation or or any? This is your whole you know mm, your catalog. Top three. Let me see. Oh, well, see, okay, here's the thing. In that I'm a connoisseur, I have categories, okay? I have my top three black, my top three white, my top three Brazilian, and then there's my top five overall. No, top three of all each one of those categories. Top three of each one of those categories. <laughs> okay, top three black. You're just being greedy over there. I, it's porn. How do you not? Okay, uh, top three black, uh, Sky Black, Cherokee, and Beauty Dior. Right? Nice choices. Top three white, Kelly Devine, Alexis, Texas, 
and uh, 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 Jada Stevens. Did you only say my name second because I'm sitting here on the couch? No. Mm, okay. Was there a, like a, a rhythm or I mean like a sequential order to what those really or your categories? You just off the top um, of your head? No, not necessarily. I just if you check my his, my my your search history? history, those are the names that will pop up the most frequently. Yes. Okay, I like absolutely. That. So your relationship status now, you're married. Mm -hmm. Has that changed with your, do you watch porn with your wife? Does yes. it change the type of thing? Do you only, do you do it separate time and together? Does it change the type of porn you watch and you search? Um, separate time and together because there's certain shit that I like that she doesn't and vice versa. So, uh, but then there's shit that we come together on. Yeah. So, uh, I, I feel like, I feel like if you're in a relationship with somebody that that's definitely something that is important. Y'all have to at least to a degree, get off on the same type of shit. Like, that's going to cause a problem later on if you don't. Agreed. But I also feel like I like the communication between, like, couples. Like, it should be, if it wants to be a private thing because you want something else or if you wants to be something together, it's because a lot of things people do behind closed doors, it should be, mm -hmm. it should be talked about more. And I feel like people would be less likely or more likely to share their niches and their fetishes yeah. and all these things. And it explores a whole other plethora of things. Definitely. I mean, don't get me wrong. As, as a married couple, there's definitely a need for individuality. You need your own shit. I need my own shit. You need your space. I need my space. Everything we do can't be together because we will get tired of each other and eventually resent each other for that. But couples but watching porn isn't hot. Couples watching porn is not only hot, but it's helpful. The less, the less secrets you have from your significant other, the better off you're going to be all the way across the board. So if you like some specific kind of freaky-ass porn and your wife walk in on you one day and you go, oh, shit, now you've, caught, now you've caused issue in your, in, your, in your home, and that's not good. So, no, it's always better to take all of these things that you feel like might be an issue, that you feel like she might even be weirded out by, whatever the case may be. Y'all got to talk about it together. It's just going to make y'all stronger at the end of the day. That's right, private talk. You got to communicate with your partner. Communicate. That's all it takes. Don't be afraid. Just communicate. Because the after all, they're form. your partner. Yeah, it's the That's first it form be. of sex. Communication. I hope you guys are liking this episode so far. Make sure you subscribe and like to the channel. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I um, I feel like you are such um, an a legendary R&B artist. So how do you feel with that being said, how the new generation of R&B is kind of like been, do you feel like it's drastically changed? Like K. Michelle has said that it doesn't have any soul. Do you agree mm. with that? Do you feel like it's, how do you feel? I think that, um, well, I mean, everything is supposed to change. Like if you listen to, so the music that you listen to, if you go listen to what, your mom listened to and then go to listen to what your grandma listened to and then go listen to what her mom listened to. You're going to notice the change in music. It's, this shit is, it's not supposed to say the same. It's supposed to be ever evolving. Right. And with that being said and known and understood, of course, the generation prior is going to have shit to say about the current generation. Like if you think about all your uncles, I, I can remember my uncle coming in my room going, turn that shit off. That ain't real music. You need to be listening to some OJs or some this or some that. And it's like, okay. And now I'm the uncle as I walk into my room, like, turn that shit off. He ain't even saying nothing. You need to be listening to some this or this. And I become that person. But it's, just, it's a generational thing. So I don't think that there's anything necessarily wrong with the R&B scene as of late. It's definitely a little less emotional than it once was. But that don't necessarily have to be a bad thing. We live in a slightly less emotional world. Like, nowadays, uh, women are stepping up and being just as ruthless and rugged as men are. You know what I mean? And that, that makes for a different R&B song. Now it's, it's not baby, baby, please no more. Like, I mean, at least not with everybody. That's not to say that there's not room for that too. I honestly feel like you kind of have to just keep your, uh, what am I saying here? You basically just have to keep it open. You can't get locked into one specific style. 
because R&B is something that is going to forever change and evolve into something different. It's never going to stay the same. Who were your some of your influences um, in your music? Um, definitely Michael Jackson. Huge Michael Jackson fan my whole life. I learned how to sing mimicking Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder. Uh, so Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, Prince, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. I grew up in Las Vegas. So, you know, uh, my mom was in and out of the casinos. She was a keno runner. She was a dealer. She was a fucking janitor. She did anything and everything that you can do in goddamn casino. Uh, but in that, she used to bring back all, all types of different music. You know, it wasn't just the R&B soul stuff. It was like Tom Jones and them and, um, and, and the Rat Pack and all of that. Yeah. So I really, really, really locked into the Rat Pack and especially Sammy Davis Jr. because he was the only one that looked like me. <laughs> yeah, so I remember being 16, you know, walking through the halls of my high school trying to dress like Sammy Davis Jr. People looking at me like I was a fucking idiot, but I didn't care because I knew what I was doing. I knew where my inspiration for this outfit came from. And just because you don't, don't mean it's whack. It means that you don't know. So I'm not going to let your ignorance stand in the way of my fly. I ain't you. scared of you motherfuckers. Straight up. Come on now. <laughs> Say some. Yes. I like that. So do you, who is your favorite artist at the moment? At the moment, I don't really have one. I don't really have one. I'm learning to appreciate everybody and everything for kind of who they are and what it is. So what's your top three most played songs right now? Um, ooh, honestly, right now, the top three most played songs are mine. And you haven't heard them yet because I'm in album mode right now. I'm recording a new album as we speak. Do you have so, an uh, expected day when that's going to be released later this year? Or not, not yet. yet. I'm definitely putting out music soon. Uh, not the whole album, but I, I'm going to start dropping singles really, really soon. Uh, when I fall into this place, I try not to listen to a bunch of stuff because I don't want to be, uh, uh, what's the word, Inf influenced by, you know, what somebody else has done. So I kind of shut off from the world and just go into my little cave and make sure that my shit sounds like me. You know what I mean? But it's coming very, very soon. Very, very soon. Keep your eyes to the sky, your ears to the ground. You will hear me, see me. I will be around. You will be around. You hear stuff. that private talk. He will be, will be around. All right. I am going to take a little break. And after the break, we're going to play a game that's my favorite called uh -oh. Truth with Texas. Uh -oh. So get ready for it because private talk, it's coming for you. Uh -oh. 